This is Heather, and you're listening to Hey, this is Peter this is Justin. This is Alex Hi, this is Alexander Stern, and you are listening to Radio Hi, this is your Larry Hi, this is Mark You're listening to John and you're listening to Radio Mopka. Welcome everyone to episode 49 of Radio Mopco. Have a big audience here. They're very quiet. (laughs) So, one of my original ideas with this podcast was not only to do Mopco things, was also all the tangential things that go on with Mopco. The people who are are in Mopco and the things that they're doing. We did the Improv Festival a couple weeks ago, which was a little interview about that. That was really cool. An interview with Kendall. Anyhow, so let me tell you what we're doing here. We're here with uh, Kendall Butterworth and my wife, Janet Hurley Kimlico. Those are my two connections to this show. And... uh, I'm going to talk to them about this really cool play they're going to be doing uh, called what, Kendall? Dog in the Manger. <laughs> it's late. it's oh. okay. <laughs> Dog in the Manger. And you're directing. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> Kendall is a uh, cast mate of mine with Mopco. Mm-hmm. We performed a lot on stage. I was playing Flowers oh, yeah. with her the other night. Yes. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> um, and one of the people in the show is my wife, Janet, who this is for... Her theater company, which is called what? Northeast Theater Ensemble. Awesome. And um, what what are you trying to do with North uh, Eastern East Theater Ensemble? Oh, here, let me, let, let's try that again. Okay. Northeast Theater Ensemble. What are you trying to do? What's what's your mission for the company? Um, to do good theater. To do good theater, uh, especially around here. There's not a whole lot. In this area, kind of the centralized area, there's of course the Steamer 10 does a lot of the, the kids programming, but there's not a lot of adult programming, and there's a, a lot of people in this neighborhood that would benefit from it, I think. So we're just hoping to add a little bit more of that, a little more fun, a little more um, big, big kid theater. Kendall, you brought this uh, play to Janet, something that you saw. What what was what did you like about it? You, you, did you see it someplace and then you thought, my God, one day I want to do that kind of a thing? Yeah, I did. I saw it um, in England at Stratford-upon-Avon, and the um, Royal Shakespeare Company did it, and they were doing Spanish Golden Age plays, and um, I just loved it. I remember just dying, laughing the whole entire time, and I literally went to the gift shop, and I bought this book, and I was like, one day I'm going to do it, and that was like 12 years ago, and I finally did it. Awesome. Um... So, who do we have here in the cast here? Uh, to my left, who's this? Uh, I'm Tristan Strasser. I play Fabio. Okay, next. I'm Sarah Malone. I play uh, three different servants characters. Oh, the tri-servants. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> what are you playing, Janet? Oh, I'm playing Diana. Diana, yeah. awesome. And you, sir? I'm Travis. I'm playing Octavio and Count Levico. Awesome. And you, sir? I'm Joe, and I'm playing Federico. Cool. I'm Beth Cassidy. I'm playing Arnada, Leonido, and Furio. The trifecta. <laughs> I'm Stephanie and I play Tristan. And I'm Michael and I play Teodoro. Fantastic. So, how's uh, anybody want to talk about the experience of the rehearsal process? Anybody have any opinions? 
the director's right here, so don't worry about it. <laughs> they would know pressure. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, the experience has been super, super fun. Uh, Kendall's been very encouraging for everyone to try. So if you want to try something and it works, that's awesome. And it's just great to have that freedom to do things that maybe you're going to get pulled back. But it's awesome to have the option to put it out there. So it's been a very fun process. Anybody else? Yeah, to go along with what she was saying, um, just the ability to be able to be super creative and be encouraged to do that. I've never been in a play where the director just gives you a full creative you know, freedom and just get up there and do whatever. Let's see what works. So it's really exciting. I have to say my time on stage was just, uh, Kindle are a lot of fun too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else have anything you want to say? Kendall's really supportive and you're, if you do something right, you will, you will know it. And what if you do something wrong? Uh, then you will be told to rain ra- it back. <laughs> you'll, you'll be told to rain it back, but then uh, you'll try something else, and then you'll know if you did it right. What are some of the things, Kendall, that you that you really like about this play? What's um, I really like that it just keeps going and going and going, and um, it's seamless. I had to add scenes in. There weren't any scenes. It's just Act 1, Act 2, and it just... Oh, I see. It literally, and, and there, are, there are like probably going to be like no light cues. Actually, there are no light cues. I'm just going to bring the lights up, and it's just going to be action, 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 action. Oh, that's action, great, because I think I'm running the lights one way. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> you are. That's yeah. great. You're on, right. off. Great. Yeah, that's I can it. do that, guys. Uh, yeah. So, because that's something, when I watch theater, that's something I always get antsy about. Is um, is long like scene transitions and stuff. Sure. So I like that it's just there. Cool. Does anybody have a question for Kendall? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Do you think? I have a question. What was your favorite Shakespeare play that you've directed? Oh. Because um, you said you love directing Shakespeare. Yeah. Probably the Mickey B play, because <laughs> um, that's also really fast. So I guess I like really fast plays, and that one is really fast. So give us like a, not to give away any, any plot points or surprises, it's got the thumbnail sketch of what the play is about. Um, it's about uh, a Countess Diana who's unwilling to marry anyone until she learns that her servant is in love with one of her other servants, and she becomes beset with jealousy and then love triangles ensue. Beset. I know. I've been writing press releases like <laughs> non-stop. That's literally like, what I wrote. I get really beset. <laughs> to work that into your daily conversations. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us when it's going to be up. Tell us. So the first three weekends of June, uh, Fridays and Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at 3. How much are the tickets? Uh, they're $15 in advance and 20 at the door. And for seniors and students, um, it's $10. So bring your student ID. Cool. Can you um, can you get stuff online? Yes. And go to the website, Steamer10. I said, I'm a Madison Brain. Cleaning supplies. Steamer10 Theater.org. Operators are standing by. <laughs> so, um, each of you guys, I want to go through everybody and just tell me about one one little thing maybe you've learned or something you experienced that kind of surprised you about yourself or the experience. And we'll, we'll start over here with you. What was your name again? Michael. Michael. Um, I learned that you can fill the space with talking a lot, even though, because 
uh, Teodoro does a lot of talking and a lot by himself. And it was interesting to explore that space of being by yourself with nothing but your words and being able to just like everyone's saying Kendall's like just go for it try something do this spin get louder get softer be spastic and she rolls with everything and helps guide it cool Stephanie I learned that being a boy is really fun <laughs> it's done me well for very something several years. I um, usually hate wearing pants, but I get to wear pants in this show, so that's pretty okay. Cool. What was your name again? Beth. Beth, what what did you learn? Uh, or something that's happened during the rehearsal process that yeah, you thought was pretty um, cool. For me, it's been a really fun experience playing with physical comedy, especially the past few um, shows that I've been cast in have been very realistic dramas, and so to be crazy and really use my body and take up as much space as possible has been really exciting for yeah, me. I like to roll around the floor too myself. <laughs> um, and Joe, right? Yes. What uh, something that you've experienced or? Well, when I came to uh, auditions, I I was really impressed by several people auditioning, and I realized that I'd have to up my game to stay in the pile here. And uh, it's been kind of great acting with a whole bunch of people. It's always a good thing. People you trust push you a little bit, right? Yeah. Yes. What's your name again? Travis. Travis. What? Some experience or something you've learned? I actually came to the play a little little late into the process. I spoke with Kendall over the phone on the more I talked about it, I got pretty excited, but I got extremely nervous at the same same time. She's was, very intimidating, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and it, about the whole process, getting ready for the play, it's coming up pretty soon. But as soon as I got in and the cast, like Joe was just talking about, is, is phenomenal. Being able to um, be in that space with them, it, you really kind of helped ease that and getting ready for uh, it to go up. Fantastic. And uh, Mrs. Kimlico? Um, uh, well, I guess I, uh, um, theater's fun again. It wasn't for a while, so well, that's it's a good fun thing. again. That's a good thing for you and everyone else that lives in the house with you. Sarah. Um, I get to play three different characters, two of which are male. And uh, that's different for me. Um, but as time goes on, getting to develop each of those three characters and you know establish different personality traits that each one has, it's been quite the learning process doing that. Cool. And as time goes on, I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more comfortable doing that. So I'm excited. Actually, with all this cross-dressing thing, it's very topical in a strange <laughs> kind of way now, isn't it? That's just me. And you play the voice of the plant, right? <laughs> Back in the old days. Okay. Uh, the biggest thing I learned was that just because I haven't heard of a play or a play is not famous does not mean it's not a good play. Because I had never heard of Dog of the Manger before, but this is by far the funniest play I've ever seen. <laughs> if if someone who didn't know anything about this play, well, what kind? What I mean, what's the what's the time period? What's the style that they could relate it to? Something else that they might be familiar with. It's like Shakespeare, but it's just, it doesn't have Shakespeare's language, which I actually love, so that's good. But, um, but this is just, um, it's also just a translation from Spanish, so we can't have the original language. Right, so, so it's Spanish, but it's set in Italy, right? Is it is, because at the time, Naples was part of the Spanish Empire, which I didn't know. No, you all learned something. Yeah, so yeah. That's cool. And it's, it's a contemporary 
to Shakespeare the time same time yeah period? he wrote at the same time as Shakespeare was writing oh. and he wrote like he wrote one play every month his whole entire life and he was one, like the most prolific writer like ever and the playwright's name again was Lope de Vega de Vega awesome it's also super accessible. Like, don't let the classical uh, right, right, you. right. The, the text is so so relatable and accessible, and that's it's such a good translation. Well, I, awesome. I remember because I I helped out with your auditions, and I was reading with people and stuff, and it's like, wow, this is kind of fun. This is kind of cool, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. They yeah. start start picturing this these set and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's kind of cool. It's really accessible. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. So let's just uh, say again when it's going to be. Uh, the first three weekends of June, Fridays and Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at 3. And you can get your tickets at steamer10theater.org. And that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Anybody else want to say anything? or Just be prepared to laugh. Yes. A lot. I'm going to say A lot. <laughs> Great. I can tell you guys are... Uh, Got a good vibe from the ensemble, so that's pretty cool. That's great. All right. That's the end of episode 49, Radio Mupco. Love you guys. Bye. This is Heather, and you're listening to Radio hey, Andrew Wagner. Hi, this is Justin. This is Alex Timmons, and you're listening to Radio Hi, this is Alexander Stern, and you are listening to Radio Hi, this is Kat, you're listening to Radio Mopco. Hi, this is Mark Burns, and you're listening to Radio Mopco.